This is critical that you use the phrase, what I would love more of from you is blank. It's not what you're doing wrong is blank. It's not, this is not how you're showing up or it, it, it's not any of that. It's not pointing the finger. It's pointing the finger at yourself saying, I would love more of this from you. You are listening to The Medicine Podcast. I am Mimi. What is up, everybody? This is Chase. So long story short, we were childhood sweethearts turned husband and wife in our early 20s. Despite following the mainstream script for happiness, we actually divorced for three years. Only to later reunite as soulmates with a brand new outlook on love, God, health, and the real medicines of the universe. If you find yourself wondering, is there more to this life, to health, to God, to love? Then you are in the exact right place. Consider this your bridge to expansion for body, mind, and relationships. We are uncovering and discovering with you. Let's go take the medicine. Welcome back to the Medicine Podcast. My name is Mimi, and I have my love, my king, my partner in this life and all lives with me today, my love. What is going <laughs> I was on? waiting for you to jump in. Everybody, we're making it rain today. We are. Yes, it's a... This is actually an episode that's been a long time coming. Yeah. Um, we've uh, talked about this thing on the podcast before. But this we... is our relationship lightsaber. Yes, <laughs> it really is. Uh, not to be confused with life saver, no. also kind of that. It's a lifesaver, but it's not the candy lifesaver. Those are shit. <laughs> this is not shit. Yeah, right. We are talking about one of our most used, most significant tools that that we have utilized in this part two of our relationship. And if this is the first time you're listening, welcome to The Medicine. We are so happy you are here. Little backstory on Chase and I, we were childhood sweethearts, married very young and at around 23, 24. And we spent the first two years figuring out that we had nothing figured out, even though our love was very, very real. We had no tools for communication. We were very unbalanced. And three years into marriage, we actually separated and legally divorced, went our separate ways. I was up in Seattle. Chase uh, came down here to San Diego, and we never thought we were going to see each other again. We did an immense amount of work, self-development, <laughs> um, ego death, spiritual epiphanies, meditation, manifestation, all of that. And we both individually got to a place where we were, we were balanced again. And we sort of effortlessly and organically manifested each other back into our lives. Mm -hmm. And we organically met up at a health conference. And we like to say that mushrooms brought us back together. And they, totally. they absolutely did because I was there for HCC. You were there with Organifi and, um, and we rekindled, <laughs> we rekindled the flame and being apart was harder than getting back together with our ex husband, ex wife. And, uh, then six months later I was moving into your San Diego Coronado, uh, condo and here we are two and a half years later and we're in this. So when you hear us talk about part one, part two, part one was our marriage. We had a three year hiatus <laughs> and our souls found each other again. And now this is our part two. And we, and we get to live basically a completely new transformed 
epic relationship. Reconciling the world through mushrooms and relationships. <laughs> <Yes>. Let's go. <laughs> that is our tagline. So what we're doing today is we are sharing one of our most used tools that I mentioned. This is the check-in, the one and only check-in. And again, we've talked about it on previous episodes here and there, but we've never done a deep dive into what exactly it is, how it works, what's the structure, why do we do it this way? And then we're actually going to do a live check-in. We haven't seen each other's answers. We don't know what the other is going to say. We're going to do a live real check-in, giving you an exact example of how it looks for us and how it benefits our relationship. Um, it really serves two functions overall. So it can, it, it really provides structure for what could be a potentially difficult conversation. You know, you know that feeling when you have something on your heart, you've been thinking about it for a week, two weeks, a month, maybe longer, and you don't know how to bring it up to your partner. You don't know how they're going to react. Is it, It's like, it just always feels like it's never a good time. And so you convince yourself out of it. So this is a structure that can provide um, you know, some safety and freedom to let you share what's on your heart with your love in a way that they are going to hear <laughs> and they're going to be able to receive. Um, and it also acts like an oil change, kind of just getting on the same page. You don't have to have something really, really bad or negative on your mind to have a check-in. You can simply do this as a sort of oil change, similar to like when we take our car in just to like a tune-up, let's see what's going on, let's rotate the tires, let's see how we're doing. And it actually makes your car last longer because you're doing these tune-ups. That's sort of what the check-in it, it can do. It also makes it less uncomfortable, less clunky, less awkward to have it as a part of your schedule, routine, and relationship patterns. Mm -hmm. In the same way that it if you don't build in and, and schedule and allow for time in your life to take care of things like your car or your vehicle, you if you're waiting for them to break or blow up, it's going to be massive inconvenience. Yes. So if all you're doing is waiting to implement tools like the check-in until shit hits the fan, it's going to be massively inconvenient, awkward, yeah. clunky, potentially triggering. So big piece of all of this is like putting it into practice when things are good. Yeah. Yeah. Fixing the roof when the sun is shining, yeah. right? It's a Bible um, verse, I think. <laughs> so I'm, we're taking this directly from my deep love course, Holler. I am so excited about this because today, if you're listening on Monday, the 7th, this is when this episode drops. This is when the enrollment for my deep love course opens up and it will go through uh, 2.14. So Valentine's Day. So you have a whole week to get on board. And so I just wanted you to know exactly what we're going to be talking about in deep love. So this tool is taken directly from that. Super important that if you're interested at all, uh, jump on this. There is a window of open enrollment for a reason. Yeah. There's, there's prep that has to take place before this thing gets going, goes mm -hmm. live and having a, you know, a head count and having your, your seat in this space is going to be pretty critically important. Yes. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, so freaking excited. I feel like it's all I've thought about, dreamt about. I literally see the women's faces in my mind when I create anything. Um, it's, it just holds a really like special place in my heart because I created the course that I, at 25, 26, 
needed so badly when we were at our low, when I felt like everything was closing in. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how how to bring things up to you. Our communication was shit. It felt like we were distancing and I didn't know what to do. Neither of us did. And I, you know, I really was just like, I need to create the asset um, that can hopefully help other women out there who might be feeling something similar to not go through what we went through. (laughs) And so it really holds a special place in my heart. I feel like I'm honestly like, I feel like I'm sharing my soul with these women. (laughs) So just a little bit about the logistics and format of the actual deep love course. If you haven't seen me talk about it on Instagram or any lives or anything like that, it's an eight week course. So we'll be meeting over zoom live on Sundays at 12, uh, actually 1 PM Pacific. I tried to create, I try to find a time that most people would have open. Um, but don't worry if you, if you can't make it to one of those live recordings, everything will be, like I said, recorded and you will be able to watch it on your own time and still get all of the knowledge and insight and everything. So there will be um, eight of those and we'll meet on Sundays. And then the fourth week and the eighth week, my love chase is is coming in hot and he is going to join me in a deep dive q a for everyone and i think this would be great if we opened this up to people and their partners if they want to if your partner is like yeah i love that you're in this course you know can i come this is i think a great opportunity for the you know for because this course is for women I'm, i'm speaking directly to women but if the partner wants to show up for something, the Q&A calls uh, would be really, really beneficial if they want to. So that happens on the fourth and the eighth week. I'm so excited that you get to join in and really provide your balanced, conscious, masculine point of view from a total like third party, unbiased. You're just there to, to provide maybe a, another viewpoint from the masculine. Sure. I think it's really dangerous when we only take like a myopic view from our perspective, which is valid, but the other perspective is not invalid. So huge point. And just what we know about polarity and we'll, you'll get into this in the course in further detail, but we've talked about it on the podcast before just energetically having a learning experience or an opportunity for growth with a counterbalancing masculine energy mm-hmm. or if you're a masculine having a counterbalancing feminine essence or energy in an environment with you provides more than just what articulating and talking and lecturing can do because there's an actual energetic communication that can only take place when there's polarizing energy yes it's so true and that's something that we hear a lot from people is like they they really enjoy having us together because we do provide that balanced view. Um, So that's a little bit of the logistics and format. So in between um, those Zoom sessions on Sundays, you'll also have access to the the Slack channel where you'll be able to ask me questions and and have support midweek. If you have something come up, you're like, hey, this just happened. What do I do or what do I say or how can I look at this? I want you to feel supported, you know, throughout the week as well. And then you'll also be learning and growing and evolving alongside other women like your tribe women who are committed to also experiencing deep love who don't want to settle for anything less and anyone knows if you know we always say like where two or more are gathered there is an energy you're almost like it's like an extra permission slip to really step into what you know to be 
the best for your own involvement if other people are doing that also at the same time with you totally i want to you know shout you out in this because you know you were a pioneer for this really novel unique material that you're now offering the world you gave up everything in your life you hit your rock bottom we've talked about it a lot before but you completely left your environment of toxicity which meant giving up your money like you literally had to bottom out you had to take out debt just to start over you had to exfoliate relationships because they were toxic but they were still your community you had to start over Mm -hmm. you had to literally physically move relocate live with my parents (laughs) and start from scratch yeah this program this course is the protocol that you went through to get to where you are and i think you know speaking for you i think you would say you are wealthier and i use that term in in a really diverse way you are wealthier than you ever have been spiritually relationally shit financially these things shake out when you invest in the right spaces and just having seen you put this thing together what i'm so excited for people to get to experience is it's education and awareness that's one huge piece that starts with that it's community like you're speaking to critically important where two or more are gathered we know this mm-hmm. that where are where there are like-minded individuals the the power for transformation is yeah. significantly heightened mm-hmm. and then there's application and integration of tools mm-hmm. so it's not just a hey i'm going to point awareness to where to where things could get better and leave it at that it's not just a lecture where you're feeling alone and, and talked to it's community and then it's actual step-by-step applicable integration of tools and resources. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I have been (laughs) where some of these women I know will be. (laughs) Um, And what I mean by that is I know how you feel. This is really for the woman who, you know, maybe feels stuck or stagnant in her relationship. She feels like she's used all the tools in her tool belt. She's done the meditations, she's read some books, she's listened to some podcasts, and nothing really ever seems to shift or change. Um, Communication is a struggle inside her relationship. You feel like you're on different planets sometimes, and you're starting to question, like, is this even my person? And you don't even have to be in a relationship to be in this course, I'll say. like. I, I could have used this when we were married, yes, but I also could have used it as like premarital counseling. Yeah. I, how much better would our marriage have gone if we would have invested in this type of knowledge and container going into marriage with like my tool belt, my toolbox is so full. It runneth over because, and, and, and really like just providing so much confidence in your ability to show up and create what you want in your relationship. Mm-hmm. We would be different people. Totally. <laughs> um, and so speaking to that, you know, speaking to like, I know how you feel. I know exactly where you've been. I know where you are. Um, I actually got quiet this week and I wrote a letter to myself back then. So when I was 25, 26 and really like hitting rock bottom in our relationship and feeling like, feeling like I had no idea what to do. I wrote a letter to myself and I just, I want to read it here. It's, it's not too long, but I just want to connect with the, the woman who's in this space right now. I said, my girl, 
I've been where you are, feeling stuck, maybe even lost, confused because you know you have so much love inside of you. You've felt it before. You know that it's real. So why does it feel so far away sometimes? You notice other couples' deep connections and you wonder, does that even exist for me? You've told yourself many times, love should not be this hard. Out of fear and pain, you've said some things that you're not proud of, done things that you're not proud of, told yourself stories. You wish you knew the words and the ways that could penetrate the walls you've both built up just to feel love flow freely again, or maybe for the first time. I've been here. I know it well, but I have a message for you. Open your eyes and ears. There is always hope. There is always light. It's inside of you. It's never left. It's your intuition, your spark, your nudges. That's what guides you exactly where you need to go. Trust it. We all have the ability to create a love masterpiece. I am no different, no better than you. You can create the love you desire. You may not fully believe me yet. That's okay. I might not have believed me either back then. But someday, you'll look back, think of these words, and you'll smile to yourself as you say, Wow, (laughs) she was right. I am creating and living the love I desire. And I didn't know it could be this good. Listen to your heart, your spark, your nudges. What's meant for you won't miss you. You just got to keep your eyes and heart open. I love you, Mimi. Ooh, <laughs> damn. I'm surprised I got through that without crying. Wow. <laughs> I wrote that on the beach, like just watching the waves and just connecting with that version of myself, you know, how many years ago, five years ago now. And it was like a purging. It was like a connection, but also like a release from that version of myself. Not because it's bad or wrong or anything, but just like I'm transformed. Yeah. And this is my new expression. But I never want to forget her and what she had to go through to get to who I am today. Mm. God, so beautiful. (laughs) So well put. And uh, if you're not crying... You should be. No. <laughs> no. Uh, be- beautifully put. So any more information on like where these guys can sign up? Yeah. Obviously, today's entire podcast is about the kind of material that will be in the course. This is a yeah. sliver. This is a preview. Mm-hmm. It's the free preview of what is actually in the course material. Yeah. Uh, but where do people need to go right now? Because I'm forgetting that I'm your partner and like <laughs> trying to figure out how to sign up for this thing. <laughs> So you can go to themedicine.com. There's no E on the end of medicine. Themedicine.com forward slash deep love. And if this struck a chord with any part of you, just go there and you can learn so much more about what exactly we're going to be covering. I I didn't want to do that today, but go there and you'll see what you get, what we're going to be covering and just see if it resonates. You know, I want all of the women coming in to be like, this is a hell yes for me. And I'm in, I'm ready to transform my relationship and my life. This is not a superficial course. We are, I'm calling it deep love for a reason. We are going deep 
And we have a special offer for all of our gentle, loyal listeners of the medicine. When you go through the process of signing up for Deep Love, use the code MEDICINE, M-E-D-I-C-I-N, at checkout to receive $100 off the course just for being here and just for being one of our loyal listeners. All right. Um, You can also, you know, if you're following me on Instagram, you can also check my bio. There will be links there, but themedicine.com forward slash deep love. All right. You want to get into the goods, but first. But first. But first. I got to know. Yes. What is going on in your mushy mug? Baby girl, (laughs) let me know what you got in your cup. So what I have in my cup today is a very special. Mm. Oh, God. I'm so excited about this. (laughs) A very special secret formula that Chase and I have been working on for what, like a year? Yeah. Like it's been a long time coming. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And uh, it's a special formula that we've been working on and we are doing our best to bring it to you guys as soon as we can. Don't have any dates or anything on that yet, but I will give you a hint that it has a heavy dose of medicinal mushrooms in it. Some of my favorites from our good friends at Real Mushrooms, Chaga and Tremella. Mm. Those I feel like two that don't get enough love. No, especially not Tremella. How good it is for your skin, for your hydration, for that money maker. Mm -hmm. So we've got some hefty dose of of medicinal mushrooms in there and some other goodies that really blend it all together with some nut milk. It tastes exactly like a liquid cinnamon roll. Mm. (laughs) And what's great, the, the alchemy of all of this is that there is no artificial sweeteners there's no gut disrupting sweeteners like a lot of mm-hmm. times you see with stevia or even monk fruit sometimes can be a real gut disruptor for people there is a little bit of maple sugar which is beautifully delicious and has a host mm-hmm. of antioxidant benefits um, minerals yeah minerals this this thing tastes it's so delicious it's so good and we are super excited to share more with you guys about it as we progress in this process um, but yeah, just keep an eye out, stay tuned and we'll let you know as, as soon as we know more information, but it is freaking delicious. And I'm like, I'm like buzzing from excitement. And if you want to try Tremella or Chaga, uh, both of them are available on Real Mushrooms website. Uh, if you use our code, which I believe is Mimi, you'll get a discount on that. Yes. And they're, they're, they're really easy to add. They actually have an earthier taste. You can add them to any kind of coffee. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't you know, have them straight up in water or something. <laughs> yeah. But if you mix them to, with coffee or a smoothie, you, you'll definitely feel the benefits. Yep, absolutely. We love them. They are our go-to for all medicinal mushroom extracts. Mm. What do you got going on in your mushy mug, my I have love? A, I have a staple. This is my mushroom coffee mocha. And it's a black coffee from Organo that has, uh, it's an instant coffee powder that has reishi mushroom in it. And then I, I've talked about it before, but I love putting our Organifi chocolate protein in this coffee mixture. Why? Because it froths up like a delicious, chunky mocha. Mm. Organifi's plant-based protein is probably one of the most underrated products that we have in the portfolio of products completely glyphosate free which for a plant-based anything is damn near impossible it's got about 20 grams of really diverse plant-based proteins one of which is pea protein which has a complete amino acid profile different from what you get a lot of times with like vegan proteins where 
you don't have the amino acids that would support proper use of the protein for muscle building, recovery, things of that nature. And even like collagen, for instance, doesn't have the same amino acids that like pea protein would have. Mm -hmm. So what we've actually done is been able to incorporate a really, really robust protein profile for being a plant-based protein. It mm -hmm. also just tastes delicious. There are digestive enzymes included, which plant-based proteins have a lot of these phytonutrients, these phytochemicals, which have a little bit of a gut disrupting side effect at times. We've paired that with digestive enzymes to make the process easier. Mm -hmm. So all of these things in a host, in, in addition to a host of vitamins and minerals, make it one of my favorite Organifi products. It is delicious and froths up beautifully in a coffee to make mocha. So that's what I got going on. Love it. And if you guys want to check out um, Organifi and get the 20% off discount, you can always use the code MimiFit. And if you just want to check out what other things we got going on, um, uh, or if you ever forget like a discount code or anything like that, you can always go to our medicine cabinet on themedicine.com. It's in the, the main menu. You'll see every <laughs> product that we use basically with a direct link and a, a, the discount code that applies. We've said it before, but this is literally what is in our cupboards and our cabinets mm -hmm. at home. We do not sign on for products until we've met the creators, the founders, the formulators. Yeah, we've talked to the people. We've tested the products ourselves for at least two months usually before we even talk about it or mention any sort of affiliated sales yeah. related. And we, I don't know what the third one is, but... Uh, <laughs> I really no, we, well, we, only, we only put things on there that we absolutely love. That, yeah, like, well, actually, add, the, add, the third one is, is discount. We, we, we get to know these people yeah. so that we can offer a discount to <laughs> the customers. Yeah. I knew there was a third. I was trying to round out third <laughs> there, uh, but we got it. It's, it's yeah. making sure that we can provide a discount for people instead of just like, Hey, go buy this. Yeah. Uh, we really want to make sure that it's something that's, that's economically feasible for everybody. Mm -hmm. Love it. All right. Let's get into the meat, the, um, the guest of honor. That is the check-in today in our episode. Again, this is one of our most used tools for embodying healthy and effective communication tools in our relationship. doesn't matter how you feel. doesn't matter what you, going, you got going on. If you can't communicate effectively and in a healthy way to your partner, good luck. <laughs> As the ancient wise man, one of the great thinkers of our time, Ice Cube, <laughs> once said, chickity check yourself before you wreck yourself. Right. I think it was Ice Cube. Chickity check yourself before, before you wreck yourself. yourself. I think so. Is it? I got to yeah. do a little a little check here. Yeah, it's Ice Cube. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, story. we're good. Um, okay, yeah, so let's get into it. We're going to explain the kind of the format, the structure of it, and then we're actually going to get into a real mm -hmm. live check-in. Yeah. We would normally do this like at the dinner table, but we're, go we're going to do it live with you guys today. Do you want to talk about the overall structure? Yeah, we'll quickly go through the structure and then maybe we can readdress it like in more detail. Yes. But just so you're not sitting on your edge like, okay, what the hell is this sort of mm -hmm. check-in structure? It's really in four phases. And phase one is a phase of self-love. Phase two is a phase of self-awareness. Phase three is a phase of feedback and praise. And lastly, the last phase would be for uh, feedback and requesting more. Mm -hmm. So the way that these phases 
uh, kind of happen in subcategories is that there's a, and we're just going to say him and her. We realize there's a him and him possibility and a her and her possibility sure. as well. And we're very open to all of those types of structures. But for ease of conversation. But for ease of conversation, we're going we're gonna to have these sub uh, exchanges of him speaking to her and her speaking to him. So under each phase, we will have a section where he will speak and she will speak. We'll get into those later, but know that there are four sections, mm -hmm. self-love, self-awareness, feedback for praise, feedback for requesting more. Mm -hmm. And we'll get into those in detail, but know that that's the general format. Yes. So the first thing to think about when going into a check-in, first and foremost, is whoever thinks of it or decides like, yeah, I, th I think we should have one or I'd really like to have one. Um, if it's not something that's scheduled, which you can absolutely do like, oh, you know, every other Friday we do a check-in. That's up to you. Make it your own. If it's not scheduled, make an appointment literally with your partner. So what that would look like is if I'm thinking of it, I would uh, just, you know, throw out to Chase, hey, babe, I'd, I'd love to do a check-in soon. When would be a good time for you? Yeah. And you're inviting them in and asking them when is a good time for them. Hey boo, if you're fed up and frustrated by your acne prone skin like I was for so long, trying every organic skincare line, every elimination diet, every so-called miracle spot treatment and getting nowhere, here's a not so fun fact. These well-meaning products could contain pore clogging ingredients that are basically perpetuating your acne. Yes, even if they are organic, plant-based, expensive, and bougie AF, these pore cloggers are so common and used all over the place. When I removed all of these pore cloggers by using ClearStem skincare, my face did a 180 in a matter of weeks. And after only a few months, I noticed I wasn't even getting breakouts around my cycle. I didn't even know that was possible. ClearStem's whole mission is to provide anti-acne, anti-aging products that provide clinical results and zero pore cloggers. Here's my current four-step dream team routine. I use the Vitamin Scrub Gentle Exfoliating Cleanser every morning in the shower, followed by the Clarity Serum, which balances the pH of my skin and literally scrubs my pores clean. I let that work for about 15 minutes, and then I use two pumps of the Bounce Back Serum, which works like a boss to repair damaged skin like acne scars and sunspots. Last but not least, I add a dab of the Hydroglow Moisturizer to lock in my dewy brightness. To get your hands and face on the ClearStem goodness, go to clearstemskincare.com and use the code MIMI, M-I-M-I, -M -I, at checkout to get a hefty discount. Or just check the show notes below for the direct link. Remember, don't give up. You can heal. Cheers and love. We, yeah, we mentioned it there earlier, earlier in the show, but getting accustomed and normalizing this type of conversation and this type of uh, habit in your life will make this way less weird mm -hmm. and awkward. Yeah. So schedule it, become mm -hmm. familiar with this type of dialogue and it'll become habit and it won't be awkward. You know, yes. ideally you do this often enough that most of the check-ins are all positive. And then when the occasional, maybe it's a charged conversation, maybe it's a more constructive, but a little bit on this, on, on the side of like really evaluating and running diagnostics on a problem that's going on in the relationship. It feels supported by so much other 
positivity because of this established structure that it doesn't feel really clunky, awkward or scary, scary. So the more you can start to implement this, create a habit out of it and just be intentional about where and when you schedule it, the better. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And you really want to make sure that you're not in the middle of a, an emotionally charged conversation. Like we need to check in right now as you're like butting heads and like you know, not in a balanced state. You want to really like set the mood for a container of safety. And that means, you know, doesn't mean that your feelings and your, your thoughts are not valid if they're, if they're maybe not so positive, like they're valid, but in that moment is not the right time to, you know, go at your partner's throat. Make sure you're doing it from a balanced and um, safe kind of non-emotionally charged state. Yep. Example, do guy comes home after work and you go, we need to check in. Yeah. <laughs> that's red flag. That's, right. that's a no, no rather maybe he comes home from work, gets settled in that night at dinner. You go, I'm thinking about a check-in maybe in the next few days. What's yeah. a good, what's a good time for you? Yeah. When you acknowledge and set the schedule for a check-in kind of rules before entering are, it's not going to be charged. There's a container of safety. Mm-hmm. Everything said is safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you want to allow the other person to get their voice out, mm-hmm. actually hear them speaking. And so what that means is not interrupting them, letting them speak in full, long sentences um, and asking, this is really important, asking, is there more? before moving on to the next like subset of, of things to talk about. Right. I know awkward silences can be awkward and long, but in this case, giving proper time for transition and, and ensuring that, because it can be hard to speak your truth yeah. sometimes, speak from your heart, Yeah. allowing the safe and the calm and the slower pace to these conversations will allow sort of every drop that's been held in mm-hmm. to be exercised. Yeah. Yep. And I already said this, but you can do them as often as needed. You can schedule them. They can be, you know, bi-monthly, monthly, quarterly, or just as needed. We're kind of in the stage of our relationship where we just kind of do them as needed. Mm -hmm. Um, But we don't wait until we have something that's really burning in our hearts to have one. Sometimes we're like, hey, we haven't done a check-in in in a while. Do you want want to do a check-in? And then it's like, yeah, when, when should we do it? And we kind of, you know, find a time together. But sometimes, yeah, sometimes I have to really, really, really think hard on, on what I need more of from you because we've done this so many times. It's one of those tools that the more you use it, the, the less you have to use it. Yep. So that's, that's a great actually data point for feedback is when you're doing check-ins and you come away like, wow, that was all positive. We didn't really have any sort of like yeah. constructive criticism or constructive work that needs to be had. That's a great sign of you're doing them often enough and you're actually putting, you know, the conversations into practice mm-hmm. such that you evolve. Things are always going to come up, totally. you know, just because you and I are in a stage where we're not, you know, having a ton of things that we need more of from the other person. Throw a kid in the mix and right. guaranteed you're going to have yeah, a whole new yeah, no set doubt. of no what, doubt. you know, what you need and, and what, where you need support. So, um, yeah, you want to jump into a little bit more of the, the yeah. specifics so here? So let's get into each one of these phases and really look at the specific roles for each. So phase one of the check-in is what we, we call self-love. And for him and her, what is going on is that there's an acknowledgement and there's a speaking to of at least one thing that I 
am doing well. Mm-hmm. Again, going back to time, cadence, pace, it is a an exchange or a turn taking of him and her for you to speak what I believe that I'm doing well. So mm-hmm. how this would look is that it, let's just say it starts with him. He would acknowledge and speak to something that he believes he is doing well. Pause, open the space for clarifying questions from her. Mm-hmm. You know, potentially it's, what do you mean by mm-hmm. X, Y, Z? Or, yeah, you're right. You're nailing that. Yeah. And so there's this feedback option for her to give back to him before transitioning to where she would take the turn. There would be this space for her saying, is there more? Is that it? Mm-hmm. Want to make sure you've spoken everything. Is there more? Maybe he has, you know what? There is. I, I think I'm continuing. He has more to say, or it's no, I think I, I, th- I think that's it. Your turn. And then mm-hmm. she would take the, uh, you know, if there was a baton, she would take the baton of speaking or the microphone of speaking and be like, okay, I acknowledge and speak and am speaking to at least this one thing that I'm doing well. And Mm -hmm. similarly, he would allow her to speak, give her space and time, and then either give her feedback or clarifying questions, as well as say, is there more? Mm -hmm. And then you'd move on. So this structure is exactly the same for every single phase. So now we've, just to recap, we've both shared something with each other that we think we're doing well. I myself, I'm doing a really good job at blank, blank, blank. Yep. So then we'll kind of bang through the rest of these, but knowing going back to phase one, this is the self-love phase where him and her are acknowledging and speaking to one thing that they are doing well. Phase two, this is the self-awareness phase. This is where him and her would again be acknowledging and speaking to, but they're now they're speaking to one thing that they specifically can do more of. Mm -hmm. So can do better at. Yeah. This is where it's a little more like constructive self-awareness on mm-hmm. how you are showing up in the relationship and providing an opportunity for you to say, you know what, in my self-evaluation, I can actually do more of this for the relationship. Yes. And it could be, it could be for yourself. Like I can really do a better job of, you know, setting you know, uh, a structure for my work. So it doesn't bleed into, it doesn't have to be something that you do for your person. It can also be for yourself, just something in the relationship that would, would help, would support the overall relationship. Everything impacts the relationship. Sure. Whether that's a direct, I can do more of, or I can do better at, or whether it's an indirect, it's still beneficial, still fair game for this self-awareness phase two. Mm Mm-hmm. Phase three then is what we're calling the feedback for praise phase where both him and her are acknowledging and speaking to one thing that the other person is doing well. Mm -hmm. This is a moment and an opportunity to provide feedback for praise, uh, feedback of gratitude for your significant other Mm -hmm. at something they're doing well. Again, this can be in their life that you're witnessing progress and evolution or it can be directly into the relationship mm-hmm. um, we'll get into some examples when we walk through this ourselves but then similarly you would transition to um, her speaking to him about what he is doing well it's, yeah. it's praise it's gratitude and it's acknowledgement for the co-creation collaboration yeah. that's taking place in the relationship yeah and it's this is you know feedback 101 any any manager will you know you you manage a lot of people like you know like Hey, I love that you're doing this, but I would also love more of this. Yeah. Like it, when you can fluff it up with like, I know you're, you have a lot of effort here or you're putting this or what you are doing well is this. And I really appreciate that. It, 
softens the blow sometimes of what can potentially be hard to hear where maybe you're not showing up the way that you need that your partner needs or whatever right and it's why we keep this last phase phase four to last because Mm -hmm. it is the most it is the one that can have the most potential charge behind it potentially a trigger yeah so what we're doing is we're not only softening the blow through these first three phases of self-love self-awareness and feedback for praise or gratitude but we're also building a muscle for the way that you communicate in life Mm -hmm. for when you need to have a constructive conversation with somebody that potentially has a charge behind it or potentially could have some resistance behind it is that it's building the muscle of looking at it more holistically. Yeah. Acknowledging and being aware of where you are partaking in a, an exchange or a relationship where they are similarly partaking, expressing gratitude, self-awareness, self-love prior to what is potentially a little more charged where you need to give feedback or request more to the other person. Yeah. So, so that's phase four. That's where we kind of round this thing out. Mm-hmm. Phase four is the phase of feedback for requesting more. What does that look like? For him and her, they will then take turns acknowledging and speaking to one thing that they would love more of from the partner. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this is, a, this is probably the most important one to make sure that there's any clarifying questions or, you know, what did you mean by that? Do you mean this or do you mean that? Like get really clear, crystal clear communication. And this is, this is the most important to, to ask your partner, is there any more? And just getting it all aired out. Um, it's, it's really critical that your partner feels completely heard and that you feel also completely heard. And these are like the pillars, the, the foundation of healthy and effective communication. Yep. And it can, this can be fairly disarming or mm-hmm. potentially arming. Let's say things are smooth and they're really great. And you're doing the check-in out of this just maintenance, traditional oil check issue. Your car's not, there's no problems with the car. You're just wanting to make sure that it gets in, gets detailed, gets an oil change. So this section shouldn't be skipped, but it's more like, you know what would be freaking icing on the cake that you're already just baking beautifully for me? (laughs) Would be if you decided to, you know, surprise me every now and then with my favorite brownies, whatever. (laughs) I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to, this isn't going to be an issue, but what Mm -hmm. you can do more of is that. But it also can be the, I need to let you know how I feel when you speak to me in that tone. I don't feel loved. I don't feel seen. I don't feel valued. So it can be as serious as that. Yeah. And right. this, this space can be anything and everything. Um, but we, what the, the critical point being, we want full communication out of love mm-hmm. and full communication out of a place of safety. And that's why we use the phrase. This is critical that you use the phrase, what I would love more of from you is blank. It's not what you're doing wrong is blank. It's not, this is not how you're showing up or it's not any of that. It's not pointing the finger. It's pointing the finger at yourself saying, I would love more of this from you. Words are magic. Words are spells. And we all know when, when something is worded incorrectly, regardless of the meaning behind it, 
it can either set us off or completely allow us to surrender. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is just, you know, echoing the um, the sentiment around partnership that it is a partnership. It's not coercion. It's not manip- manipulation. You are inviting your partner into this work yep. with your energy. So it's critical that you pay attention to what kind of energy, whether it be verbal, nonverbal, facial expressions, body language, that you are communicating to your partner. And when you say something like, what I would love more of from you is like, just, you know, maybe touching me a few more times during the day yeah. or like randomly, you know, grabbing me and hugging me like, oh my gosh, it just makes me feel so good. And then going into the reasons why. Totally. And when we give our examples, like you guys will hear, um, there's also some reasoning that needs to happen, like sharing with your partner what it would provide for you. Mm-hmm. Like why? Give them the why. Yeah, that's good. Um, and you'll you'll hear that in our answers. We, we do it just kind of automatically. Yeah. A couple other tricks is, you know, set and setting is everything. So maybe not when you're on the highway, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, on yeah. a pretty intense car ride, yeah. bumper, bumper traffic. And maybe getting started, it's like lighting incense and a candle mm-hmm. and putting jazz music on. You know, yeah. it groom the, the environment mood. for a productive, calm, uh, safe conversation. Mm-hmm. Yep, I love and, that. And then lastly, we have a little bit of a disagreement in this space um, <laughs> about where this format came from. I like to think that we created it, that we made it up. Megan is pretty convinced that we kind of took it from somebody else's inspiration and have made it our own, which maybe that's the case. <laughs> and so I guess disclaimer is I apologize if we're taking the check-in format from somebody. We we just have no actual evidence <laughs> that it's been in any kind of relationship protocol. Yeah. So I'm at this point under the assumption that we've it, at the minimum created our own kind of structure around somebody's at least loose idea out in the collective consciousness of relationships it's a very masculine way to look at it right so (laughs) it's mine i made it (laughs) (laughs) it's mine um at the minimum it's taking somebody's recipe for a cheeseburger and turning it into something gourmet and beautiful and unique and delicious the only reason i say that i'm not just disagreeing with you because i want to make you wrong or anything like i one i don't want someone to already know about this and be like, wait, that's not your guys's IP. Like I heard that somewhere else. And I also remember taking notes (laughs) in my phone. I I remember listening, rewinding something, whether it was a YouTube video or uh, a podcast, It's probably a voice memo from me. Yeah. (laughs) I was rewinding something and taking notes. So I have that burned in my brain. Um, not saying that I've never been wrong before, right. but I, I have that visceral experience. So I just, we have certainly made, uh, we, we've changed it and altered it and made it our own. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just want to put that disclaimer out. It's got John Wineland vibes. It's yeah. got David Data vibes. It's got, totally. um, a dude girl who, uh, Awakened Woman's Guide to the Mastering of All Femininity <laughs> or something. What, what's her name? The Awakened Woman's Guide to Everlasting Love. There it is. That's London Angel. Lenders. London Angel. Yeah. Yes. It, it got vibes of, of her kind of content. Yes. So. All right. Let's get into this. This is an example. And we don't know each other's answers at this point. We're gonna yeah, we're just we're right. doing it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We're doing it live. Uh, we're going to get into the check-in, starting with phase one. Yes. The self-love phase and and as we're if we're really doing this we would have obviously set the container we would have set the mood i would have Mm -hmm. or you would have made an appointment with the other we would have made sure that it was a good time for both of us yep totally so i'll kick it off 
All right. Uh, where I will be speaking to and acknowledging one thing that I am doing well. So uh, as I've been reflecting on this, I really believe that I've actually been transitioning out of being um, direct and firm and really like efficient, driven in my work mode. You know, we're in this work from home world where we're both working like back to back all day long. Mm-hmm. I've done a great job at transitioning from what is very boss-like in nature into a more laid back, calm, steadfast, playful, romantic partner when work is over that allows me to have a little less intense vibes trickle into the relationship, Mm -hmm. into the home, into where we get to create together. Yeah. And so that for me has been something that I've felt and, and, you know, I'm just acknowledging in myself, uh, progress. A perfect example is Sundays. We have a work meeting. We have a podcast talking about podcasts and HCC and we get really, really tactical Mm -hmm. and we're on the whiteboard and we're spelling out, um, strategy. And I'm, i totally have my boss businessman hat on yet after I'm able to retire, decompress, and maybe it's this evening beach walk. Maybe it is uh, beautiful love making, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a much gentler version yeah. that I'm able to quickly transition into. Yeah, I, I will speak to that as well. That <clears throat> I feel that from you. This is a little bonus, but um, just to your point, um, there, you know, last week we had a conversation where we had to be kind of alpha alpha with each other and like, okay, what are we going to do here? Make a decision. Let's go. And I think you sensed that alpha alpha. And, you know, two minutes later you come into the room where I'm at and you're like, Hey, just wanted to like, you know, this is what I meant by that. And you, I, you, I could just tell that you were fluffing the situation so that I knew that you were aware, you were being very aware of my feelings and mm-hmm. you just wanted to clear the air make sure like you, are you good with that? Like, yeah. and so it, it turned like you came into the room as my partner, not my alpha, not, cool. not my alpha alpha. Um, and so, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Awesome. And that feedback is, is really important to me because it's now anchored <laughs> and, and I'll want to repeat that because I yeah. appreciate the feedback. Is there any more? That is it. All right. Um, something that I'm, I feel like I'm doing really well is, um, I'm, I, I'm doing a good job of appreciating you lately when I'm grateful, uh, for, you know, it could be the smallest thing that you do for me could be, you know, a big thing that you do for me. But when I, when I feel that gratitude, I always try to speak it, whether that's, um, you know, verbally or it, you know, when we're in a hug and I'm, I'm telling you how much I appreciate you and how much you do for us, like that feels very natural for me. And, um, I, I think that I'm doing a, a great job of just showing you that I am so freaking grateful for you in my life as my partner and all the things that you do for our life. I totally agree. And I can have the craziest day in the external world and feel defeated or run down maybe sometimes, but one compliment, acknowledgement and real appreciation both literally from the words that you're saying, but also just energetically can make me feel like I'm on the top of the world, like top of the freaking mountain. So spot on. And you do that beautifully. Thanks. Is there more? Uh, no, I don't think so. Awesome. So now we would be moving on to phase two, which is kind of the, the, the self awareness phase, mm-hmm. which specifically is acknowledging and speaking to one thing that I 
can do mm-hmm. more of. Um, so for me, I can definitely do more of being really open and honest about when I am in need of restoration mm. or when I'm in a restorative, relaxing mode and would rather not or would prefer not to be out like socially mm-hmm. or going to an event or something. going to an event. We have the beauty and the fortune of having a million opportunities at all times to be out and about and mm-hmm. connecting and socializing and networking. And I love that 99% of the time, but I also am really prioritizing being in touch with my intuition on when I need to relax and restore. Mm-hmm. I'm an introvert at heart. And for me to recharge my batteries, I need to be either alone or, or with you mm-hmm. for periods of time until I can fill my cup back up. Yeah. So knowing that when I say yes to too much or when we have too many plans, it turns me into uh, a little pessimistic. I might complain a little bit more and I might bring that grumpiness into the dynamic of the relationship. And so something that I can do more of would be really being open and honest and uh, communicating to you in uh, in ad- as much advance as possible when those restorative moments or modes need to be for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And I, um, I want to support you in that. Is there any, <clears throat> is there anything that I can do to support you in that? Well, it, it is, you know, on me I don't want to be codependent on you in this space but knowing knowing your intuition um, perhaps a request would be when we have conversation around scheduling and planning knowing that I'm communicating this in a very balanced state right now and that when we have the opportunity to go do something socially I might have FOMO and and want to to be a part of it and so maybe keep in your mind as a request to you just this conversation that we're having now and being like Hey, I know, I know that you brought this up in, a, in the last check-in. Mm-hmm. Um, could this potentially be one of those things that might cause you fatigue or might cause you some level of, um, you know, frustration when mm-hmm. we have to ultimately go do it? And then it, it might be a good, good reminder for me to come back into this uh, space that I'm reflecting on now. Yeah, great. Is there any more? That is it. All right. One of the best decisions I ever made for my overall health was getting completely off moldy coffee. If you are on a mission to get to the bottom of mystery symptoms and feel your best in life, this is something you need to know about. I have now lost count of the hundreds of people who tell me they have given up on coffee and caffeine, not because they wanted to, but because they thought they had to, because every time they drink it, they feel shaky, anxious, brain foggy, have skin reactions, or digestive issues. I then explained to them that, my love, you are more likely having a reaction to the mold and pesticides in your coffee, not the caffeine. The sad and shocking reality is that up to 91% of coffee beans used in America are contaminated with mold, not to mention the 42 different chemicals and pesticides sprayed on most coffee beans before they are even harvested. So if you have persistent, unexplained brain fog, sore joints, fatigue, immune issues, or other mystery symptoms, it could be from moldy coffee you are unknowingly pouring into your precious body every day. No pill, no potion is going to help us feel better if we don't first remove the negative stimulus, 
like the moldy coffee. Here's the great news. If you love coffee, you don't have to give it up. Every day I drink delicious, mold-free, pesticide-free coffee that supports my overall health in the best way. It's my Reishi King Coffee. King Coffee is organic coffee mixed with the spores from Reishi mushrooms. This unique and potent combination allows me to enjoy coffee while also supporting my hormones, my immune health, my nervous system, my digestion, my mood, my stress levels, and so much more. If King Coffee was a pop star, she would absolutely be Beyonce, potent and divine. If you love coffee, I invite you to ditch the mold and try King Coffee for yourself. It was one of the best decisions I ever made for my health. I can't and won't go back. To learn more about what makes Reishi Spores and King Coffee so unique, you can check out episode number six of this podcast. And to grab your King Coffee, do not buy on Amazon. That is illegal and expired product. Instead, go to themedicine.myorganogold.com and search for King Coffee. You can also just check the show notes or my Instagram bio for a direct link. Bringing you only the best and only what I'm obsessed with. Cheers, boo. One thing that I can work on is continuing to recognize my tendency of suppressing my authentic feelings in the moment for fear of adding stress to your plate. Mm. And this is something that obviously you and I know um, well in part one, that's my tendency from childhood is to suppress my feelings, suppress my true feelings and just tell myself to either get over it or to change. But those, the feelings don't go away. And uh, we know what that leads to for us. And so I know that this doesn't serve us in the long run. And so when I feel of like a surge of intuition in my body, um, I really want to continue to work on not being afraid in the moment for whatever story that I'm telling myself in, you know, letting you in on, on my heart and like what is going on for me in my body in that moment, of course, you know, doing it in a loving way and uh, as balanced as possible. But sometimes that does include tears for me. Sometimes it does include sadness or, uh, you know, slight depression or this or that. And, and, um, I, I want to continue to move through that, knowing that it is part of my shadow. <laughs> and um, the only way that our relationship continues to evolve is for me to know those tendencies that are unhealthy about myself and to be able not only just to speak to them and to uh, help other people through them, but also choose differently in the moment when, yeah. the, when the opportunity presents itself. So that's one thing that I can definitely work on. Totally. I totally hear you and, and feel that my feedback would be please keep that open authentic line of communication open despite what's going on in my external world because this internal environment for us is the utmost priority to me our relationship and the things that we have are the priority for me i will commit to being honest and giving you the honest feedback of when i know that i um, need to step in and be of support when I can be and when I when I can't be or I would need to be um, supporting later. So if that's, hey, I really need to let you in on something that's going on. 
um, but I'm worried it might stress you out. I will absolutely prioritize it or be open about let's talk about it in like three hours Yeah. when I have the, mm-hmm. the capacity or capability to mm-hmm. take that on. Yeah. And so know that there's nothing but importance in, in those conversations uh, in my mind. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Is there more? Uh, no, I don't think so. Cool. Uh, phase three, moving on to the feedback for praise phase <laughs> where we will be acknowledging and speaking to one thing that the other person is doing well. Mm-hmm. And so one thing that you are doing amazingly well and uh, have always just done this but continue to evolve it is knowing my one of my major love languages, my need, my desire, my interest uh, in physical touch, touch and acting on it. And so that's everything from, you know, when I'm sleepy at night and you're scratching my head or, you know, rubbing my feet or even just like cuddling. Um, I love physical touch and it is such restoration for me beyond anything sexual. It's just such a form of love communication. And so you completely nail it. I can be unexpecting of not even knowing that I need it and feel your hands on my back and be like, whoa, like I'm (laughs) complete jelly. (laughs) And so keep it up because you're crushing it. Thanks. Is there any more? That is it. All right. One thing that you are doing so well is (sighs) understanding and empathizing with my Omega. (laughs) And what I mean is lately I've been particularly Omega, like just feeling like I can't freaking get enough of you. And that's, you know, all the time that is the story of the Omega. But most women listening will know, like, it's more intense certain times of the month, the week, the year. Like, I don't know what it is. It just is. And you know, I love when I'm able to just let you know, and I can say it in sort of like a teasing, funny way, like, oh, God, I'm so needy for you right now. I just fucking can't get enough of you. And you know what I'm saying to you more than usual. And I just, I, you just embrace me, as, you know, as I am, and you chuckle and give me a hug and a kiss. And it just reminds me that, like, I don't have to suppress my femininity or my feminine heart with you, that you're never going to just think that I'm dumb or that I'm dramatic or that I'm silly or whatever, fill in the blank, that, you know, story that someone could tell themselves. And it just feels really good that I can just completely, like, flex and show you that part of myself without fear of you thinking I'm dumb <laughs> or, like, annoying or whatever. And you just embrace me wholly and... And it feels really, really good. Good. Because, you know, my feedback for you is it feels really great to me. (laughs) All right. Is there more? Mm, There will always be more (laughs) Omega. (laughs) But um, no, not not right now. All right. Moving on to phase four. This is the last piece of the check-in. This is the feedback for requesting more. Where we will acknowledge and speak to one thing that the other person could do more of or that you love for them to do more of in the relationship. Mm -hmm. So one thing that you can do more of um, in our dynamic is picking up on uh, maybe 
realizing when and where my decision fatigue may be taking place. And although I'm not asking you to perfectly interpret my emotions, there's a lot of this on me to communicate it um, bluntly. But when you sense that I'm nearing decision fatigue, what is a massive relief is when there is little need for um, our life to need it to, to have a decision made. And so by picking up on when I may be at all exhaustion, perhaps it's, hey, let's, uh, let's say there's a decision that needs to be made that's a dinner call. We need to figure out dinner that night. We've been working all day long and you just know exactly what you want. And you're like, I want to get takeout. That to me is a relief because I don't need to think about, hey, what do you want tonight? Should mm -hmm. we should we make this? Should I set some meat out? Should it? as stupid as that sounds, that can be like the last couple drops of decision mm -hmm. fatigue that might potentially put me out of balance, and it's not your fault at all. But what I could use more of is when, which you already do a great job of picking and picking up on and sensing those moments, and it allowing the space at least for me to catch my breath. That's one mm -hmm. way to do it. It's just allowing me to catch my breath and be like, okay, how do we think about this simply? Um, or just saying, hey, let's get takeout. Hey, um, don't worry about that tonight. Hey, I want to let you know that you don't need to freaking worry about um, you know, figuring out what tomorrow's schedule is. I already talked to so-and-so. We're dialed in. This is where we need to be at what time. That is just a weight off my back. Mm -hmm. So giving you the feedback that, one, you, you do do it well. Um, and that that's something more of that is that I freaking love. Mm -hmm. um, I can definitely do that. I will absolutely try my best to tune in to when that could be. Um, I would request from you that if it's really like particularly strong and it's a simple thing like dinner, if you could be open and, and communicate that to me, that's like, hey, I have a crazy day. Or even like, you know, looking at your schedule like, oh, I have 10 meetings tomorrow. Can you figure out dinner? Yeah. You know, just being, not being afraid to just ask me, you know, if totally. it's there where it's like, I can't think about this. I can't deal with this right now. Yeah. Um, I will do my best to tune in to when that could be and offering like, Hey, I got, I got dinner. Don't worry about it. Um, but when you think about it, if you could also share with me, that'd be great. Absolutely. I would, I would appreciate that. And I want to, I also want to layer in, um, is there more? This is, there's, there's a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, is there more? <laughs> <laughs> um, the little bit more is I'm committing to not, if you make a decision, I'm in, in an effort to take the weight off my back from decision-making, I'm committed to not criticizing. So let's just use the example of dinner. And you're like, hey, I decided to make, uh, you know. Soup. Soup. <laughs> and I'm like, are there olives in the soup? You know, what I'm yeah. not going to do is criticize the choice that you've made. Yeah. And rather see the the act of love and kindness that's taking place and be uh, swimming in the in the gratitude that I have. <laughs> so that commit committing to creating safety for, for when you um, – make decisions like that. All right. That's a free pass to make time whenever I want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big fan of peanut sauce for some reason. It always tastes good. It just never sounds good. Uh, that's my pass. All right. All right. Um, is there more? That is it. Okay. 
what I would love more of from you, kind of piggybacking on what I, you know, what I can do a better job at, you know, not recognizing to recognizing my feelings in the moment and, you know, doing that. What I would love more of from you is when I'm sharing my heart with you, which again, you, you do this already, but I just want to emphasize how important it is to me when I'm sharing my authentic feelings with you know that it's something that I've probably thought a lot about. Mm. I've already ran through the questions of, is this important to me? What's the thing behind the thing? And is this something that I can just shift within myself? I've probably already run through that, just knowing my tendency of keeping things suppressed and, and running through them, you know, having some level of introspection about it. Um, just know that my only intention is always letting the most love and consciousness flow between us. And in that moment, me sharing my heart with you is me removing a block mm. in the form of my own suppression. What that provides for me is more safety and confidence and relief, knowing that I can just always share my heart with you and, and not being afraid of you maybe taking it the wrong way. Mm. Um, yeah, that's what, that's what I would love more of. Totally. I, I receive that. I hear it, understand it. You know, what comes up for me is I feel my tendency, two things. When I am in really engaged, sometimes I'll want to get straight to solution mode or fix mode and provide, maybe it's more information to what you're, what you're sharing. Maybe it's a solution or a way to, if I'm perceiving it as something you need fixed, I'll, I'll want to try to fix it. And I realize that so much of the, the ask is just to be a safe container of reception and um, a way to bounce energy off of and less about like, I have a problem that needs fixing. Mm -hmm. So I definitely acknowledge that. And then the other piece that comes up for me is my awareness that at times <clears throat> I'm, my attention may be on something else. Like, and so what I can do a better job of in those moments is, hey, this is one of those times. I'm going to set my phone down. I'm actually going to put it on the side, not even think about it. I'm going to silence the inner chaos in my mind that says, hey, I got to do this, 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 and this, and just be fully present for what you have to say. So those are two things that come up to me, come up for me that I want to be able to commit to, but also um, just know that I'm receiving and, and yeah. hearing you. And I... There's a little more. I will do my best um, in the moment, you know, to to make sure that you're in a place where, you know, just like we're doing now, like yeah. you're in a place that you will be able to hear it. I'm not going to try to share my authentic feelings when you're in the middle, like drowning in Slack messages. Um, that's definitely not uh, the way that I will go about things. Um, it's more of the effort on my part to make sure that there are no love blocks on my end. That's my only intention. And even if we disagree about the thing, the, the thing behind the thing for me is like, this is a block for me right now and I need to remove it. And then we can, you know, talk about like how you see things, how I see things, like our point of view, come to a compromise or whatever. It's more about understanding my intention mm. behind um, sharing my, my heart when it, when it's, you know, not so easy. Totally. Mm. Is there more? Oh yeah. I fucking love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too. 
the way that I would encourage everybody to close out the check-in is get get familiar with if you're not already your partner's like love language. So whether that's physical touch, whether that's words of affirmation, um, whether that's you know quality time or time spent together, mm-hmm. figure out a a closing ceremony of sorts with the significant other. So for us, it would it would make so much sense to stare at each other in the eyes, give each other a really long mm-hmm. hug, and just sit there and affirm each other verbally that. I love you. You're safe. We're safe. I'm so in this. Mm-hmm. And so it's physical connection. It's a it's a spiritual gaze into mm-hmm. to one's eyes. And it's a verbal um, affirmation of the commitment that we have to this relationship. And so I'd commit or I would I would encourage everybody to close out the check in in a kind of unique boutique way. I don't mm-hmm. want to just set like a yeah. here's what you should do. Step one, what, two, three. Whatever feels right for but you. Whatever this, feels right. Yeah. I think the importance would be to especially closing out the phase four, which is this feedback for um, more of phase um, that you close it out with a nice little beautiful soft gentle bow and go on feeling inspired and yeah. um, ampl- like like healing amplified if you mm-hmm. will. So, yeah. No, I totally agree and and boutique it up make it your own find what works for you guys you will when you do this and you're both in it and you're embodied in this you will feel high afterwards yeah, totally. you feel high on your own supply of what your relationship mm-hmm. can offer this deep love yeah this is the deep love that we talk have, about you might want to have sex after this. <laughs> um, you might i mean totally yeah we we've probably done it guys this is a sliver <laughs> of what is going on in the deep love course mm-hmm. um really fired up for everybody to be a part of it yeah um i'm i'm so jaw droppingly impressed by what you've put together and uh this is just a sliver more to come let us know if you've got any questions hit Mimi or myself or the medicine mm-hmm. podcast up on social. If you're interested in more yep. and we'll direct you to the spot. Yes. Um, last thing I want to say is if this, you know, resonated, if you're like, yeah, I really want to start doing this with my partner. I think this actually would be a great episode to send to your partner mm-hmm. in a loving way. I mean, gauge your partner, know where they're at. Like, <sighs> If things are really, really rocky or if you're just in the middle of a fight, maybe this isn't the best time to try to like send them advice, but gauge where you're at with your partner. And, you know, this could be something that uh, if he listens to or she listens to, uh, you both could be like, yeah, I I think this could be really good for us. So I encourage you to send it to your partner or, you know, if you're single um, and dating, you know, send it to a friend like we need more conversation around what healthy and effective communication looks like. And um, obviously this whole episode does that. So help us by spreading the message, spreading the love of the medicine. We appreciate you so much. Before we sign off, my love for you, what today is the medicine? My medicine today is a little familial Love. Is that the right way to say that? Familial. Yeah. Yeah. My parents are in town. I love them dearly. They're two of my best friends on the planet. So tonight we're going out to dinner with them. We're going to get some authentic Italian food, nice. which is yeah. breaking the rules a little bit. Not that we have food <laughs> rules, but it is going outside yeah. of the dotted line, if you will, of how we usually uh, direct our eating. And so this will be fun. Uh, it'll be a nice appreciation. They've been hanging out with us and just doing a ton um, with us and for us the last couple of weeks. And so leaning into those family ties, giving love and appreciation to my parents, that is the medicine for me today. Love it. What do you got going on as your medicine <laughs> <Sorry, I didn't sound> today? 
<laughs> I was like, you weren't done yet. Well, I can be done whenever I want. <laughs> <laughs> My medicine was getting this beautiful mm. secret top secret formulation in my cup sampling it out and and just getting to share about it yeah. just out on the the ether and the interwebs um feels really good i know it's just it's been a long time coming for us and it is so freaking delicious i'm so excited about it and uh yeah that is my medicine along with your baby blues staring at me mm. come on everybody <laughs> all right you guys thanks for hanging with us i hope you got so much value out of this um, you can definitely uh, listen back and take notes if you need to hit us up ask questions if you need to we love you we appreciate you go spread some light and we'll talk to you next time okay, bye, bye. Yeah. if you liked this episode make sure you hit that subscribe button in Apple Podcasts Spotify or wherever you prefer to listen this will ensure that every episode drops into your library automatically also, make sure you're following me on Instagram at Mimi underscore the medicine to learn more about our favorite health products, foods, and supplements we discuss on here, along with the discounts, visit themedicine.com forward slash medicine cabinet, or just check the show notes for this episode. Until next time, cheers, boo.